We're rolling. Hey, Gooners. Welcome to Super Despair World, the number one upcoming big homo psyop in North America. I am one of your hosts, uh, the middling artist and unfunny trans dipshit Absentia. But for the purpose of this uh, podcast friendship simulator to work, you can just call me Briar. Uh, I'm an illustrator of zero acclaim, and every week I'm going to be guiding us on this journey through the depths of the internet. Yeah, and I'm uh, Dave. You could find me as Farstrider, Farstrider FM online. I'm a, a D tier content creator and amateur internet anthropologist. Yeah, truly in this wonderful internet that we live in today, we're all creating content, capital C content of some kind. Uh, and in line with that, uh, this is our premiere episode of Super Despair World, uh, the show where we're going to gaze into the abyss and come away with a better understanding of the world's weirdos. We're looking at bizarre subcultures like weird fandoms, types of posters on the internet. We're going to look at some stuff in real life, too. But, you know, everything nowadays truly is uh, corrupted by by the mess we've made online. <laughs> Yeah, this is like a, a people's history of the world by Howard Zinn, but um, through the eyes of incels and blue check Twitter users. Yeah, and, and truly, I think it's it's only a matter of time before one day our show is looked at uh, with all the sort of like critical acclaim as Howard Zinn's writing. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, before we start off, I just want to be clear, this show is not going to be strictly like some kind of like cringe show, although a lot of the people and things we're talking about are very cringy. Uh, I, I think the goal of this show is we want to walk away with a bit more of an understanding uh, whether that understanding leads us to like appreciate people we didn't before or uh, have a new uh, more solidified scorn for the people that make our lives worse uh, it could go either way with every episode yeah um, is as much as I wanted to make a cringe you uh, TikTok react channel I guess it's just, like, really not in the cards, huh? Yeah, I, I guess not. Although for this first episode, I guess we're going to we're gonna really start off on a, on a low note. We're, today we're looking at uh, just something that's really been at the forefront of our minds and our feeds and, and the comment sections everywhere. Uh, we're looking at uh, the, the subculture of uh, what we broadly know as blue checks on Twitter and just the, the different kinds of weird guy that make that up. The modern day aristocrat, if you will. Yeah, and uh, unlike the the aristocrats of the past, uh, well, the ending is still yet to be written on these. But yeah, we're we're, we're opening the show. We're we're looking at some some weird guys. It was it was about a year ago before before the time of this recording where uh, we we had this this big event this uh, this big thing that shook the internet where. Elon Musk got his grubby little hands all over Twitter and you know we could we could sit here and dissect all the different like weird changes and like the ways that the site has gotten worse but uh, truly I think everyone agrees that the the worst thing about the website now is um there's a certain type of person who can just like pay $8 and now uh you have to see them you have to read their opinions they're at the top of every comment section and there's like there's no escape <laughs> As far as all of the terrible changes to uh, that site, by the by the way, it's X. Um, come on, oh X dot com. Yeah. Sorry, X. I, sh- I shouldn't. Yeah, let's not dead name. Yeah, the, we can't. We can't dead name Twitter. Like we still need to. We still need to be respectful of uh, of of its wishes. But um, only only good things start with the letter X. Like 
ex videos or or ex wife or <laughs> yes right right exactly um but yeah as far as all of the um terrible changes to that what was once a wonderful site that nobody ever had any problems with um the blue check boosting thing has definitely been the worst because um you are forced to see the worst opinions that you could ever possibly see under every post no matter what yeah you know i've 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 always been kind of like a a pessimist when it comes to social media i think it rots your brain i think it's been a net negative for the world i think it uh makes us all uh hate each other a little bit more than we might otherwise but you know uh, the, the the thing about social media is like there are healthy and non-healthy ways to engage with it. Like this this whole idea of curating your feed. And I like to think that in, in the past, I've been pretty good about doing that. Like when I'm on Twitter, I mostly just follow like other artists and like creative people and like shit posters. Like I just go there to have a good time. But like w- w- with the way the blue check system works nowadays, it's almost impossible to like completely curate your experience right oh yeah yeah absolutely um it's it's completely fucked now um yeah there's uh, my my thing is like with social media in general and especially twitter really amplified all of this um it was kind of the thing is like before it was like, ah, yeah, you shouldn't use social media too much. It's bad, but it's also so fun and it's so addictive. And now lately, it's just like been like I, I I would go on on Twitter for a moment or or Instagram or like TikTok or something. It's just like this is not only bad, but it sucks and it's not fun anymore. And I think a lot of people. I think I'm not alone in just this like total burnout on all of these platforms and i really think the elon um twitter thing was the death knell for the um for for the the modern um social media milieu yeah it really seems like we like i said we could go into the history of all the different little changes and and don't get me wrong there are like at least a hundred different little things that have made the site worse but i think it's it's the inability to curate your own feed and uh and get away from the stuff you really don't want to see anymore that's made uh twitter just like completely unbearable right yeah and and that's that's even the thing about tiktok and uh that's kind of what was funny about tiktok is um i was always very resistant to ever using that app i was like fuck that shit like i've seen you you see clips and it's just like 16 year olds dancing and like lip syncing to a taylor swift song and like with yeah i the the only time yeah the only time I ever look at TikTok is when I am exposed to a TikTok video on a different website. I haven't right. bit the bullet and made an actual TikTok well, account so, yet, but I feel like so, I might have. So, so that's the thing is I was very resistant to it. And then somebody was like, hey, like, I, I know, I know, but like spend 10, uh, 10 minutes on TikTok, just get rid of the shit you don't want to see and then stay on the shit you do in like actively cultivate your feed and their algorithm is really good and um and i was like all right i'll i'll see if you're full of shit or not and um 
they were right and this was i don't know when i got on tiktok maybe a year ago i i really have no idea but um it, it was totally true like i ended up seeing just like uh you, you know things that i actually thought were interesting creator stuff and like actual funny stuff and like a little bit of lefty politics but not too not too annoying and, and you know some some like some cats and stuff like that it was cool but i noticed um somewhat recently that i was getting fed more like stupid ass bullshit that is just so um that that's just that like the things that people think of when they think of tiktok like the tiktok haters m- myself included just like fucking 19 year olds trying to give people life advice and shit like in and, and just like corny lip syncing stuff and like that feeling when your boyfriend doesn't text you back and it's like a girl like lip syncing to like the stranger things uh scene or something like that and i was just like what what do you got like that's the only thing you had going for you and now you're gonna now you're gonna ruin that like did you just fuck up your algorithm did i do that i don't i don't, I don't really know what's going on but in the, and that's kind of the thing you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes with all these platforms yeah and you know it, it, it's really fair that you say you don't know how much time has passed because that's kind of the sensation i get when i am scrolling through this like short form video content type stuff like i've looked at a little bit of youtube shorts and it real really feels like like just entering the fucking hyperbolic time chamber from like dragon ball or some shit where like you just start scrolling a video and then you watch another video and like three hours pass and, and you have no recollect recollection of like the myriad different things you've seen and it's like what am i doing to my brain in, in, what, in what is what is such, the effect of consuming this it's such fucking slop too in the fucked up thing is like I, I i would like actually defend tiktok at one point in my life and i'd be like not actually like i i did find like this cool like uh like vst music plugin for my workflow and like it was pretty good and it's like it's it's kind of the opposite of like uh the the whole thing where like you only remember the bad and you don't remember the good it was like vice versa where it's like i i ignored the um 25 minutes i spent just looking through absolute dog shit because i like learned something um for 15 seconds on tiktok yeah and you know i'm i'm not like wholly 100% against algorithms. I feel like this word comes up comes up a lot nowadays, uh, the algorithm. Everything is fed to us with this, like, complicated, like, black box of code that we're right, not really, right. like, privy to. But the thing is, like, when, when you look at something like TikTok, at least from, from my, like, outsider perspective, I get this, this idea that, like, okay, TikTok seems like it's a machine that that's made to like feed you things that you like and that you want to see more of. Like you you hit like like on a video that you enjoy and it's like okay, I'll show you more of that, right? But I, right. I, and you know I, I I have a good experience with with algorithms in other places too. Like ugh, the YouTube algorithm is like has been notoriously pretty bad about like plugging like weird like far right nazi types oh yeah for uh, sure if you ever look up any gaming video but at the same time for some reason the youtube alco is also like pretty good at showing me new music that i want to listen to i don't know it'll always bring up stuff like i've never heard of and it usually ends up being decent i think most of the bitching about the algorithm is from creators and they think it's like this us versus them 
like I'm fighting against the algorithm to get my video shown. But like, it, you don't like algorithms? Go on the open up a uh, a private window on your web browser and go to the front page of YouTube. That's what you're gonna get without an algorithm, baby. It's gonna be like nothing but Mr. Beast skibbity toilet. Yeah, like, Mr. Beast skibbity <laughs> skibbity toilet. Uh, SNL clips. Um, CNN. Uh, things and uh, among us in the back rooms <laughs> gone sexual <laughs> and then uh and, and you can watch uh sss sniper wolf do tiktok reacts like this is what this is what you could have because that is what the uh the front page of these sites are and uh yeah so so like algorithms don't have to be bad but they also can they don't be. have to be bad but uh when we're <laughs> As we, as we move into our our topic today of of Twitter, uh, I I mean X dot com, formerly known as Twitter, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be exploring the dark side of this algorithm, which is the the system of uh, blue check marks and how it, it it pushes all this all just the worst shit to your uh, to the top of your feed. Like we could go over an entire history of like the the history of the Twitter verification system and how it used to apply to like people who like arguably actually matter who you might actually want to know is like the real deal but now anybody can just buy one of those and i think today we're going to be looking at like what is the type of person who wants that kind of attention what drives somebody to lay down those eight dollars to get to the top of everyone's feed well i i think originally the point of it if i'm not mistaken was just like so you can't impersonate like mark ruffalo or something so it's like i'm yeah, the there real was like mark some, ruffalo there was like some big baseball manager guy who like sued twitter and i think kanye got really mad about it in like 2008 or some shit like that yeah which which is why it was incredibly funny when you could pay for blue checks and just everybody was making like impersonation uh quote unquote quote unquote parody accounts which were just like uh elon musk like 10 spaces down after it gets cut off by the by the character limit parody yeah right before yeah i'm i'm uh fingering myself (laughs) in the ass right now yeah and and uh and some notorious posters would get banned for like reposting that photo of him and gislaine maxwell at at the epstein oh yeah 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 Yeah. just uh, amazing stuff amazing stuff like totally not thought through at all um but but now now we get to see like the best humans in the world and and you can instantly see who is who is really cool and who is uh against free speech by seeing if they have a blue check uh next to their account yeah like in the past there was there was a different perception of what what the blue check mark was but it was mostly just like some really like annoying like journalist academic types who were like okay you you come on to here to post like your opinion and we all have to read it and get like a little and you get your little paycheck or something but you Mm. know that 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 era is long gone and i think in the past there was this perception maybe that oh these people have the blue check mark so it's the blue check itself that gives them power so now i can just buy the blue check mark and now i am someone notable and important in spite of still having like 300 followers and and uh no but no real attention (laughs) it's a true proletariat revolution and uh it brings tears to my eye every every time i see it i mean that was that was what musk said he said some shit it was like 
like power to the people in like Latin or some shit because you know it's, that sounds smarter. When you write yeah, it, wait, it was some, something Vox Populi. I remember Vox that. Populi, it's, Vox Day, or something like that. Man, it, it's 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 so funny to watch him post stuff because it reminds me of things I thought was cool um, when I was like thirteen, um, and that's a grown ass man. So. yeah he's like in his 50s now i think and he's it feels like he really has not matured past like the the mentality of like a middle schooler i should be a billionaire is is basically what i'm saying i i have the mindset for it i guess yeah like the the word man child really gets thrown around like pretty liberally but i i've never met someone who like the term applies better i think it fits elon musk yeah i think it fits definitely like all all the times where he would post like here's what's on my dresser next to my bed and it's like some shitty like sci-fi movie like prop gun and like the constitution there was a never there was never a better use of the simpsons um like millhouse's dad like i have a race car (laughs) bed and homer's like yeah i sleep in a big bed with my wife yeah that's that's and that's a I think that must be like a core element of his personality too. I feel like maybe this is like a whole archetype of guy. It's the divorced guy. Like uh, the divorced divorce dad, yeah. is a divorce. Dad. Divorce yeah. is like divorce has swept across America's like older guys, like crack hit like the black neighborhood in the, the eighties. Right. Like it has been, some people just get divorced and then they are like never the same. Like there's, there's Musk, there's like Kanye, there's, um, there's probably some other ones, but those are the big two. Well, I I think maybe it has to do with like so. So you see like the uh, the boomer humor comics where it's like my fucking bitch wife. I hate my wife. Yeah, I fucking hate my the old wife. ball and shame. It's just not even jokes. It's just like his wife is like in the corner. He's like, "You're a fucking bitch, and I hate you." <laughs> but like, as opposed to like, yeah, as opposed to like millennial zoomer humor, which is like. I love my like puppy made boy wife. <laughs> I'm gonna kill <laughs> myself because there was a minor <laughs> inconvenience today. Um, I had to make a phone call. Now I'm sad. But the difference, <laughs> I think, the difference is like a lot of like older boomers. It was still not in their culture to get divorced, so they would just like they would just marry somebody they fucking hate, and then they would just like bitch about them for the rest of their lives. But now these guys, they um, they have the the freedom to get divorced and they do and then what do they do after that go on the fucking joe rogan podcast and start talking some dumbass shit it's not it's not just that your wife left you because uh she didn't like you it's because she was canceling you oh yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. she she became woke and i got canceled come come, yeah come i know i know podcast uh neither of us have been divorced thankfully uh but once it happens this show is gonna take a a real turn for the worse (laughs) no it's not gonna happen i'm not getting married i'm i'm anti-marriage okay that's cool well i'm i'm way i'm way too gay to ever get like divorced in the the traditional sense oh true yeah i guess we'll be good you can only dissolve your uh your common law partnership in the uh in the communist state of canada there would be like a union uprising in like the queer commune and it would end with like several fields of corn burning at night. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's in that's that's cool. That's the future that Marx envisioned. So I, I I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. 
Oh, Truly, uh, there's never been a, a more proletarian uh, podcast. This is the people's show. I'll officiate, us talking I'll about officiate Twitter. your wedding for sure. All right. Well, there'll be there'll be at least a couple weddings, but we can go over that okay. uh, in the future. Gotcha. Got- <laughs> okay. Okay. Starting a polycule. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. 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 All right. So we we were talking about Elon Musk and like what he's done for like he's kind of been like this rallying figure for a type of guy and like that's been true for like maybe the last ten years or so. But like the exact type of guy that comes to really worship Elon Musk has changed over time. Like originally, I think you, 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 there was like this this stereotype of like the redditor, right? The mm-hmm. kind of like nerdy mm-hmm. guy. Maybe he works in tech. The like neck he beard. wants to the neck beard. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of that. Maybe he like moderates some like weird subreddit, like watch kids die or something like that. <laughs> uh, Jail something me. that gets on the news. <laughs> you know, I I watched the segment where that guy was on the news, and he really. He really does look exactly like what you think he would, right? Oh, 100%. That's the thing is sometimes I, I really think there is like a pedo um, phrenology is it's much I don't I don't want to I don't want to get too far in like skull measuring here. But like, I, like, it, it reminds me of that guy from uh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the um, Mr. Rooney or whatever. And I remember being like a teenager and I was like, that dude like looks real sus, man. Like he looks like he drives that uh, windowless white van around. And then see, yeah, I, I think back to um, the the guy on It's Always Sunny who's like obsessed with his hands. Oh, okay. You never saw that? I I, I don't remember. I don't I don't think I remember that one. He was like the hand model or something, and every time they take a photo of him, he's he's holding up the back of his hands. Never mind. It's a it's a weird it's a guy look. You know, I I, I, I try not to like rag on people's appearance too much, but it it there, I really think there is some level of truth where like I think if you're ugly on the inside, it kind of reflects on the outside, right? True, That's like true, true. Saying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's it, it's hard to draw an exact line on that. But um, going back to this, the the type of guy, the the classic redditor, that was like the sort of person that really liked Elon Musk back in the day. Oh yeah, back when he didn't talk as much in public, and it was easier to like pretend. Oh, maybe he really is like some kind of like good natured like engineer like autistic nerd genius right who's just right. happens to be very rich and is funding all these good projects uh back before more people knew better <laughs> right right uh but that that's kind of changed over time right because like while while musk used to be really popular with like kind of like kind of like tech nerd like like libertarian kind of centrist libby sort of guys yeah, like yeah. He's really taken this like hard turn over to the right in the last couple of years, and I think at least part of that had to coincide with him getting divorced in public. But there was also like the Trump years where he wanted to really like suck up to those guys as well, and now like the character of the type of people that really like Elon Musk has like really drifted in that overall direction too. Didn't didn't Trump like call him a bitch and say like? He'll do anything I fucking tell him. To. <laughs> I, I think his exact words were something like he 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 came to me and begged like a dog. <laughs> the, and this this that's the thing. This is what you get for like uh, cozying up to fucking assholes. Like these guys think like oh. I'm going to get political clout and power. And like, these dudes, they're fucking psychopaths, just like even worse than you. And then they're just like, yeah, fuck this dude. I'm going to embarrass him in public just because I can. 
Well, it's in, in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, I definitely think Musk is like exceptional among billionaires, mostly in regards to like how stupid and like child brained he is. And in the same way, I also think Trump is pretty exceptional. Probably, oh, yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. how like funny he can be, but probably not in 100% the intended way. Uh, he's just a very funny person overall. Oh, and just yeah, every interaction absolutely. is just. It's just a bunch of like sharks going at each other's throats, <laughs> and it's fun to watch. Absolutely, but uh, not so fun to live with. Yeah, but but like Elon is very um is very unique in the sense that yeah yeah like like all he had to do was keep his fucking mouth shut and keep the grift going, and and it could be fine because it, like like dudes like Bezos and like Bill Gates and uh, the Koch brothers and shit like that. You gotta like it's not that hard to dig to find why they're pieces of shit. Um, but like Elon, like you could be completely apolitical. You could be not, not, you don't have to be a socialist. You could be like, yeah, actually capitalism is, has its benefits. But in, in still, it's just like, it's, it's really hard at this point to like, for anybody to deny that Elon Musk is like a fucking joke of a human being. Like it's it's so plain to see it's it, he's really fucked himself on that one. Yeah, like I've 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 thought about this often because like you and I are built different, right? Like one day we're going to be rolling in like millions and millions of dollars in that like Joe Rogan like podcasting. Oh, off, without right? without and, question, without question. I I I, I hear the <laughs> listeners opening their wallets already. And we haven't even released this yet. Right. Uh, and if that interests you, uh, let, uh, drop a comment below on how much money you want to throw in our laps. Uh, but but the point is, uh, like, if we had that level of wealth, we would just, like, sit down and shut up, right? Like, we would never do anything Without to, like, compromise question. it. Without question. But, but you, you never see this with these types of people because, like, they, it's never enough for them. It's always this, like, uh, competition to rise to the top and, and put everybody else below you and and no matter how much like obscene wealth you have it's never enough and i think this is a trend this is like a, a core element of the type of guy that makes up the blue check mark right because they're not just in it to like uh get uh get a little bit ahead they want they want the attention from like their their internet father figure right right they want the clout they want they want to be famous they want to have their like shitty little opinions heard and I think no matter whether you're like some dipshit like at the bottom of the barrel that's just paying eight bucks a month for a blue check mark, or you're like Elon Musk himself, like it's never enough. These people will never be satisfied with anything they have. And I think that's like a that's a core part of what the blue check mark dude is nowadays. And I, I think we can start at the bottom of the blue check mark pool where it's um just the regular Joe Schmo dickhead who gets a blue check and is like I'm I'm here like I now I'm now I'm in the club and it's usually like a, a lot of them are like it, it's it's this weird runoff of like the redditor libertarian te like futurist tech dude they've got they've got like the american flag emoji in yeah, their yeah, name yeah 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 their bio yeah. their bio says something like if I offended you, I win. <laughs> or, or, or like you always go to their profiles and it's like opinions are my own. It's like, that's nothing to be proud of my friend. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's those dudes and they'll, uh, those guys are the ones who will always, um, they'll be in the comments and the replies and they'll be like, 
what have you done? He did, he made science real, and what do you do? Uh, fucking loser. What color is your Bugatti? Exactly. <laughs> well, that, okay, that's a that, different that, blue that's check. A di- that, that that's a, a different, different blue check. Of, but, 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 but there's they're a all, they're all related. that connects them. Yeah, they're all, they're all connected in a, in a, in a certain way. But, and then there's, then there's like the, like the Bangladeshi dude who's just like, yes, Elon, very good, awesome, please give me a job. And th- those, those guys are just kind of sad. Like, honestly, it's like, damn dude on the one hand they are kind of sad but also like those are the one of the types of guys who i'm it's hardest to tell if they're real or if they're just bot accounts true he buys tons of bots to look more popular than he is true true but but i i think those dudes they do reflect a certain a, a certain like reflection of culture in the sense of like there's really like obviously the american dream is dead and every offshoot of that is is completely transparently fucking not going to happen for anyone so now um in, in this this applies to a lot of the blue check archetypes is like these dudes are like well um clearly like i can't have success by like getting a job and like being promoted all i can do is just cozy up to some like billionaire grifter or something like that and you know try to just like scam a bunch of money by having some some bullshit like tech job or something like that um yeah it's it's this pursuit of like an easy solution to very difficult problems yeah yeah, yeah. that's 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 a big part of why people really like elon musk because it's not just like oh, he's a rich guy doing cool things. It's always been like, no, he's a rich guy who's going to save the world. He's like this like fucking Christ figure for like weird lonely guys with nothing else going for it, them. And I, I do really wonder like during the Gilded Age, were there like were there like John D. Rockefeller dick riders? Like just just like just like iron workers who were like, fuck yeah, dude. Like all I need to do is go shake hands with that guy once and I'll be I'll be on feather beds in a fucking mansion. Like that's 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 it. Like I I'm I, it, that's going to be me someday. I, was there more class I mean, consciousness then, or or uh, like how could you know? Because there wasn't Twitter <laughs> in the in the fucking 1920s. Well, I mean, I I guess like that that's probably like the entire history of like monarchy in Europe, right? Right. It's either the people who are like really weird about the royal family, or like fucking like dickensian orphans like please sir can i have just a one shilling to to sweep your chimney or something like those are the two types of people in the uk for like most of history (laughs) (laughs) and then then there was a communist who just got like mowed down by by the police for just like existing yeah the the long extinct british communist for for (laughs) asking for a collective one more shilling so that they could like eat eat food yeah there's there's definitely more types of british people nowadays but well let's save that for another time (laughs) yeah we'll we'll do a whole episode on types of british people we'll we'll get an actual brit on on here to uh as a consultant uh the show is gonna raise a budget to export me to the uk and hope that i make it back alive (laughs) Yeah, yeah i mean um be like a wilderness safari we'll we'll start a we'll start a gofundme for that exactly 
Yeah, but uh, go- going back to this, we were talking about there's, there's this element of like the worship of wealth, and these people want like quick and easy solutions. And I think that that's like a good little a good little segue into the the first type of guy that I really want to talk about, which is like the the NFT crypto guys, because that that really popped off uh, in like the last year or two, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, in, in, in as a preface, I um, I'm I'm. I'm not too proud to say I used to be into crypto. I'm just going to say it right now. I used to be into crypto. Uh, I adopted Bitcoin back when it was like 500 bucks a coin. I used to use it when I lived overseas to send remittance to my mother to pay to pay some bills that I had. And um, I, I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Like we, we did that. I kept a few coins. I made a few grand off of it. Um, it. It helped me pay a deposit for an apartment one time. And then I very quickly uh, realized that it's fucking stupid. It's pointless. And there's uh, a bunch of better ways to do literally everything that crypto does right now, except for um, like buying drugs and uh money laundering which um if you're into that kind of thing then yeah crypto let's let's fucking go but as far as speculation on crypto um it being the future of of payments and technology it's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen (laughs) no no never yeah i think like the first time i heard about crypto had to be like sometime back in like the 2010s where it was like just this like fringe nerd thing on Mm -hmm. reddit and it's like oh yeah some guys made like this electronic currency and like there's a website for like buying drugs and like illegal shit and ooh, it's like a little novelty but like i think this was like a a good long while before there was like a proper like culture around crypto there wasn't really a type of like crypto guy other than maybe like some like low-key criminal who like had the better sense to not like post about oh it for Twitter sure for it. sure like like when i fr- th- that's part of it too is when i first got into it there wasn't it, it was definitely not in the mainstream like um and there wasn't like the crypto bro archetype did not exist um, it was just some people, it, it was just a bunch of nerds on like, in like fringe internet forums and shit who were like, who were just like talking about this and like, Hey, how, how do we do this? And there, there was a few exchanges and there was some, there was some other stuff, but it wasn't until like, I don't even know when it was like, maybe like 2016 or something like that. And, uh, I was living in Korea at the time and like, that's when a Bitcoin hit like 50 G's a coin or some shit like that and then it took um it took asia by storm because um koreans are uh they 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 love a good grift once in a while too and people were like taking out loans and like mortgage mortgaging their homes in in shit like that and it was a huge fucking problem and uh and and like like every speculation boom if you're getting in on it then it's already too late you already missed the bus by like a few years 100 percent. and then i came back home to uh to the states and then my my friends from like high school were telling me that 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 they were like buying bitcoin at like 50 grand a coin or like 60 60 grand a coin it's like you're a fucking idiot dude like this is clear it's clearly a bubble man it's it but it's it's all fomo you know it's all fomo like just people see number get big they don't want to miss out you got to get in there and it's like no that's it's fucking over dude it's over 
but the uh, the the crypto bro in general, especially now, they're very interesting because, like, especially the NFT guys. Um, after um, NFTs have clearly just like completely tanked as the uh, as the just stupid fucking idea that it always was. Yeah, yeah. As at um at the time of recording this, there was like an article like a few weeks ago where like ninety five percent of them are worth like zero dollars and zero cents and the remaining five percent are like worth like four hundred dollars or, yeah, 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 or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. And um but these do they just like refuse to acknowledge anything. And and that's that's kind of been like crypto in general for the past five to ten years or something like, well maybe not that long but like five years or so um we're just like whatever shit coin or nft or whatever that these people are invested in they they will do mental gymnastics olympic gold medal tier uh mental gymnastics to just be like no, actually, uh, the market is uh, correcting itself, and um, you know you should get in on uh, the board eight uh, yacht club now because it's going to the moon. Ho- hodl, uh, number get big. Uh, we're the future. Diamond of hands. <laughs> yeah, if I if I see yeah. anybody with a board ape PFP or dot eth in their name. You know that they are the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. That's all you need to know. It's it's even yeah, it's an I, even easier uh, um, quantifier than than a blue check. Yeah, for sure. Although I think there's a like a, a very big overlap between those guys and blue checks. Especially, I'm sure they all have can, blue you checks. You can hide. You can like hide your blue check now if you don't want people to see. But they're they're like like the transphobes say. We can always tell. <laughs> 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 you're just you're just clocking blue checks yeah like it's it's a whole type of guy uh but th- there's something you brought up that i really want to zoom in on here which is this uh this whole thing about the crypto and nfts it was like this big speculation bubble and i think that's that's another big element of this type of guy where like they're obsessed with a kind of like idea of value like something's having like a like a real monetary or like numerical worth or something like that but like this value is always like very fleeting and ephemeral and it kind of just like exists in people's heads like the entire reason the crypto nft shit was like really blown up was because there was like a lot of like venture capital money poured into it to oh like yeah put, put it yeah. all over the internet for like a couple weeks so everybody would be talking about it and that did like artificially raise its value for like a few months maybe a few weeks it's hard to say but yeah <laughs> yeah and and it's it's an unregulated market like you can just pour shit tons of money into uh into like crypto exchanges and shit like that and get everybody buying it and then and then what do you do you fucking dump it like it's it's so it's so easy it's 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 a stock exchange with no with no regulation like it's a it if you have millions or billions of dollars it, that is a fucking gold mine that's all you need to do is you just buy in pump it up with uh you get uh Matt Damon on the uh on the Coinbase uh Super Bowl ad get everybody everybody excited to buy this fucking bullshit that's worth nothing and then you just dump it immediately like it's 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 very 
It's very yeah. Cool. It's really it's really easy money and a good idea. Uh, this isn't financial advice, by the way. We're not we're not responsible for how you. Spend oh yeah, money. yeah. Don't um, if you have billions of dollars, don't do that. Um, g- give give that to us instead. Invest in super despair world. It's I think it's really going to take off in the next couple in the next. Couple yeah, we're months. gonna we're gonna make some NFTs and 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 a cryptocurrency despair coin. Yeah, I I feel I feel like despairing already. Yeah, you're gonna use it to uh to to um buy tokens for suicide booths in uh in international waters. <laughs> I think they call those uh submarines nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, topical joke. Hey, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, looking back, like this this ephemeral value, I think that's another elements of like why these like crypto nft guys also really like elon musk because like the whole thing about musk is like he's more of a brand than a person like the whole uh, like he buys all these companies and people are like oh man he's like such a super genius this is gonna be like the next big thing but like that's just like a carefully cultivated image that he spent a lot of pr money on i mean it's the same with guys like trump or something like it's just a name that people look up to but it's not actually worth much in like real material If, if you have billions of dollars it's like harder to lose that money than it is to make more money which is why when you see when you see dudes like uh like Donald Trump or Elon Musk who like have all this money and they just lose fuck tons. It's just like if if you under and, and to, to be clear, I don't know shit about finance or business or anything like that, but I do know enough that like if you're losing tens of billions of dollars in in any situation, you were a bad businessman, you're bad with finance and you're a fucking idiot. All you have to do, you, you would be better off putting that money in a fucking low yield like charles schwab account um this this podcast is sponsored by charles schwab by the way um (laughs) yes of course in just sitting there and doing nothing then like trying to invest in like stupid shit like fucking twitter and like trump's buying like steak companies and stupid shit like that the, the, trump lost money on a casino a fucking casino how do you a lose business? money on a casino <laughs> they, li- they it's literally <laughs> you it's literally yeah. a vice where people just like burn like their entire life savings it's for like, like a hit of it's dopamine. like yes it's like losing money on selling crack like <laughs> this this business it like it sells itself you don't have to do anything how did you fuck this up so bad it's it's i just keep running into these really discerning like crack addicts they only want that premium stuff they're they're, they're taking their money elsewhere and voting with their wallets. it's it's yeah it's insane and i think it brings it back to like these are the people that um these like wannabe hustle guys worship and it's just like if you knew well i i i mean i guess that's why you're worshiping um elon musk and donald trump and andrew tate because you don't know shit about about making money or business or like anything like that um which i mean i i guess that brings us to the other uh the other brand of uh blue check type is the, yeah uh, that is another yeah is is like is the tate type person where it's more of a well i, I mean i i guess it's not more of a personality it's just more it's it's a different 
expression of that personality which which they're all kind of the same at the at the same time it's like a projection of like i'm an alpha male i do business and i don't give a fuck and like we're gonna make fucking money baby and here's how you do it and uh so i i did see the the andrew tate like hustlers academy thing which what he talks about and of course it's all of the it's it's all of the bullshit like it's all of the grift that you would expect from which which to be clear he did not start that this has been going on on the internet for for age for for well over 10 years i mean you look at guys like fucking timothy ferris i don't know if you're familiar with him no i'm not yeah so he wrote the uh the four hour work week which was like this thing of like here's how you get rich by just working four hours a week and it's uh we that would actually be a good a good like we could spend a whole episode on that one because i fucking hate this guy he was a he he was an early iteration of Tate without all the uh, without all the human trafficking shit behind it and uh, without and without the, without the the per- performativity behind yes, it. Yes, yes, that's yes, exactly. That, that was that was Tate's real talent, his ability to like suck up a lot of attention in a very short span of time. <laughs> well, well, that that's a thing. And Timothy Ferris is uh, he is a grifter. I I I will just say that out of the gate. But um. He appealed more to just like disillusioned millennial liberal types, whereas um, Andrew Tate is more for like disillusioned Zoomer incel types. But but it's all it's all the same bullshit. Um, and Tate's Hustler Academy thing was um, he, he's like, yeah, we're gonna make money. What color is your Bugatti? Uh, we're gonna be fucking alpha males. How do you do that? Get money. It's like drop shipping. NFTs and crypto. Uh, I forget what other things in there, but but like drop shipping and NFTs and crypto is it are the two like just base scam. Like if you just want to like scam money, that's that's uh, that's what you do. That's basically it. There yeah, when, when we when we talk about like the the crypto guys, that in itself was kind of like a, a hustle as well, because they had this idea of going into it like, oh, it's just going to be easy money for low effort, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. be rich and I can do whatever mm-hmm. I want. But there is like kind of separate from that. There is like a unique category category of like like entrepreneur, like always like having a side hustle. I just oh, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. just all about the yeah. money, these like finance type of guys. Yeah, for sure. And for sure. For them, it's like there's nothing else. The the pursuit of wealth and making the number get bigger is like the entire like purpose of life by itself. Like even when you look at somebody like Andrew Tate and like, yeah, there's this whole like element of like rampant misogyny too and like he got he went to jail for like sex trafficking it trafficking and all that and like yeah big this, romania this, this w some... by the way let's go romania rare rare, <laughs> rare romania w for once <laughs> i am proud of my my home country uh, I, 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 at the end of this episode we'll play the romanian um national anthem yeah fuck it let's do that uh this this show is brought to you by the country by of romania, romania. <laughs> this is, and uh yeah. and and Jerry's Pizza specifically. Okay, there, there we <laughs> Eat go. Eat Jerry's Pizza. Eat Jerry's Pizza and go to Romania. Let's, let's fucking go. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Right. I was talking about the, the the finance type of guys. Where like, yeah, there's an element of like, yeah, they they want to they want to have like women as props. Like Tate was known for hiring like sex 
workers to just like pose next to him in videos and all that. But all so of that is transparent like, unless you've like had sex with somebody ever in your life, which is fucking hilarious. Um, right. And, and, and also and so sad. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, and Go ahead. and I was getting to that with with when I say the the pursuit of wealth by itself is more p- important to them than anything else. And I think Tate is a good example of this because he presents himself as l- this like the peak like macho like masculine like sex figure but like this is like the most sexless man i've ever oh, seen yeah. in my life yeah i don't think he even likes women <laughs> like that's like that's the thing is like i it, my only um I, I mean i it's it's probably a you know not it not an even split of like people i'm interacting with online who d- d- are tangential to any of this bullshit but i've never i have never not once in my entire terminally online existence seeing a chick who was like he's so fucking hot i want to fuck him it was all just like 19 year old dudes like that's a real man right there fuck yeah like you don't like him it's because you're beta what color is your bugatti haha yeah, that's kind of like an element of like machismo in general, right? Like a lot of the things these guys do that's like allegedly to impress women. It's like, no, it's not. This is to impress other guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I kind of notice that too with like gym bros is these guys are just like, they're just like in the gym every day. And it's like, I've never seen a girl just be like, God damn, that guy's lats are just like fucking fire. Um, but yeah, but I it, will it see these. Out, yeah, I will see these guys. It turns at the club. out that when when women go to the gym, they just want to exercise most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I I just mean like these guys, like they spend all their time in the gym, and then they go to the club, and like they're like dancing by themselves at like three thirty a.m. with like a a gin and diet tonic, and uh, just everybody else is having a good time, and they're just like, yeah, my lats really look fucking good right now. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you dump all your points into strength. True, exactly. There's no charisma points. There's no charisma points. You got to You got dump it all into charisma. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, going back to to Andrew Tate, like there's this this whole like culture of people that want to to be like him. But the but the thing is, a lot of it, like like we said, it's based on this like very ephemeral idea of value because yeah they 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 want to pursue money and wealth but like a lot of the things they invest in it's all like bullshit it's all like uh speculative stuff like the Mm -hmm. like it's worth something because people believe it's worth right 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 like when you're when you get into this like whole cottage industry of like people selling selling you master courses like private courses on here's how you can be like a real hustler like me it's like those people don't know anything else like the, the the only thing you get from those courses is okay now you know how to also make your own bullshit course like that yeah, and yeah ex- to, like, exactly people more gullible than you and that's the thing all the people like buy my course to find out how to be rich they make their money off of a course to tell people how to be rich and my my dad even said this uh like back in the day my dad used to listen to rush limbaugh he's a, he's a smart guy in certain aspects but <laughs> let's let's just leave it at that and he was like if if it was that because like you know you'd see on tv in like the early 2000s like you want to be rich like me just order my course like this was pre-internet um 
and, and my dad was always like if if like if they knew the secret to being rich why would they share it with people like that's it doesn't make sense this is something I've I've tried to tell my mother a lot because in the wake of COVID, even the most like old ass like normie people ever alive are like terminally online now. And don't get me wrong, I love my mom, but she spends way too much time scrolling TikTok and she'll regularly send me these videos like here's this secret to making easy money. Just work like two hours a week and what? you can make ten thousand dollars. Whoa. That's it. And she's and she she never seems to realize that in the course of like sending me like dozens of these videos like oh these are all completely different people on TikTok and yet it seems they're all following the exact same script i could almost quote it offhand but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I told her to stop sending me that shit a few weeks ago <laughs> so, well, yeah and yeah this is this is what i've told her too it's like if these people are are so wealthy why are they eager to like give away the secret of wealth do you think all of them are just like so good-natured and pure that they want everyone else to succeed no this is how they make their money oh exactly exactly and i and this is this is slightly unrelated but also not unrelated but i've been seeing a lot of ads for uh like doordash and shit now um, where they always try to paint it as I mean the gig economy is a whole other thing that we could uh, we could get into later but um, they always try to paint as like you could make so much money and make your own hours and all this type of shit I tried DoorDash once just just out of morbid curiosity it is a fucking joke dude like m- maybe if you live in a big city and you like ride a bike or a motorcycle like it could be viable but like for 99 percent of north america just spread out as as it is just like no dude you're driving like fucking 25 minutes to like some fucking bullshit restaurant and like just and then you drive another like 15 minutes in the opposite direction to like drop off something you get like $15 like it's and then you're just paying like it doesn't it, it's it's complete bullshit like it sounds cool um but unfortunately the reality of these things are are not the way that they're advertised unfortunately yeah and it's only ever getting worse all the time too because the the reason a lot of those delivery services really took off was because there were just a bunch of like big venture capitalists that poured a shit ton of money into yep, it uh, yep, uh, for a little bit yep. of time. It didn't have to be profitable. It only existed to like put the the taxi companies and other shit out of business. 100%. And now oh, everybody now nobody's unionized or like is a proper employee anymore. It's just gig economy stuff where you don't where you're not connected to anybody else. Yeah, and, and ride sharing was was uniquely well situated for that because taxis fucking sucked before that and then they were like here's here's a um here's an alternative to taxis and then they made like a, a somehow an even shittier version of taxis yeah gig economy stuff ride sharing like airbnb all of that is just a scam it's all just held up by this like artificial value this idea that oh it's just going to be quick and easy but it never is and i think a big element of why twitter feels like it's it's just going to the pits nowadays is like it seems like the novelty is wearing off and it seems like less people are buying into this. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. And, and like I said, like even from my personal perspective on this is um, I'm just not having fun on social media anymore. And it, it and it's not it's it's not a like it, it's not like a 
man, I, I, I gotta stop drinking because I'm, I get hung over cause I'm hung over today. It's just like, it, it's, it's like you crack open a beer and you drink it and it's just like, this fucking sucks. Like, this is gross. I don't want to do this. Yeah, there was there was a period in my college years where I was just hooked on energy drinks like 24-7. And the first couple are great because it's like, oh, I can do this. This is like my my form of medication to deal with my ADHD. I feel wide awake and wonderful and everything's great. I'm getting shit done. I feel alive. And then like a week later, it's like, oh, I'm drinking like three of these just to feel normal now. Yeah. And that's what Twitter feels like nowadays. Yeah. Well, um, I, I know that was an analogy, but um, you have to upgrade to meth and coke now. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to if you want to fund my uh, burgeoning <laughs> coke uh, addiction, just uh, stay invested in this show. You heard uh, it here. Folks. Tune in to you heard like, it here, favorite, folks. comment, subscribe, follow, share, super despair world, and I will descend into the depths of addiction <laughs> i mean yeah like who who wouldn't want to to watch to watch like a, a a social media public podcast situation just unfurl into uh addiction and despair like this is what this could be for you guys and and you're gonna turn it down come on come on all i'm just saying all the bad all the best podcasters are are on something. So like help us help us afford that. Help us pay the bills and feed our habits. <laughs> see see that's and that's a thing. Like it's another unfair thing about the world is like uh you know you know you need to you need to have money to make money. The same like you need you need a an endless supply of stimulants to make a good podcast. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because uh, the whole thing about you need to have money to make money that's that's a core element of these like grifter types, right? Because most of the people that walked away making a lot of bank off like the crypto NFT stuff, they're people who are already like independently wealthy and they can afford to burn some money on like risky ventures and like sometimes it'll pay off. But, you know, if you're not one of those people, if you're just some loser paying $8 a month for a blue check mark, maybe you don't have anything else and you'll be like suckered into this this uh, false promise of wealth that nine times, maybe 99 times out of 100, it's just not going to work out for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and like a lot of them were involved in pump and dump schemes, which you need millions of dollars to pull that off. Uh, correctly and um and, and that's exactly it but these people they they sell their um hangers on a false bill of goods and they think that they could be a part of uh, of this uh, of this cool thing that these guys are doing and they're not and, and like they're they're not going to like they don't they they don't give a shit about you and that's kind of like that's kind of a reflection of um of of content creators as a whole um but especially so for for the type of people whose content revolves around like grifting and um encouraging fomo and in making people feel like anxious about what they're doing like what like like it's it's all of the creators who are like you should be making money right now here's eight ways to do it and and you watch this video and it's just like there's no content whatsoever there's no content it's just like you could be making hundreds of thousands of dollars a day if you follow these eight steps and the steps are like make a business that sells things 
uh, step to yeah. invest <laughs> in yourself. And it's just like, yeah, dude, like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, it's you're such, you, oh, God, it's such bullshit. Yeah, damn, Dave. It's almost like the more we talk about this, the more it seems like the internet is just a bunch of, like, scams feeding into other scams. Yeah, I, phone bad. Phone bad. I'm throwing my Phone into bad, ocean, into computer right bad, keyboard bad, Discord bad, uh, podcast good. Yeah, podcast good. Podcast, <laughs> podcast good. good. Listen to more podcasts. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put this on the uh, on the AM radio pretty soon, and then you won't even need a. Uh, we're gonna start a pirate radio station. But where where uh, answer the poll below as to where as to where you are, and we'll uh, we'll prop up a pirate AM radio station there start a commune we're gonna be like the the howard stern for like mentally ill puppy girls on twitter and polycules <laughs> that that sounds good we'll just get him in here with like a with like a mechanical vibrator and just like say like really creepy shit to them i i did not need the mental image of howard stern sitting on a sibian but thanks no for no <laughs> it's a, the, the 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 puppy the puppy girl wait that, there's there's something that bo- bothers me about the term puppy girls like i don't know cat girls hot puppy girls i don't know i don't know so this is kind of tangential to what we're talking about but if you want my my hot take the whole puppy girl thing is mostly because like there was like the cat girl thing, like the the anime influenced, like oh, it's a cute little kitty girl. She's got like kitty ears yeah. and she's wearing yeah. a maid okay. dress and all that. Gotcha. But the thing is, nothing good can last in the hands of like bottoms on the internet. And a lot of these people, <laughs> a lot of these very subby people, were like, yeah, cats are nice and all, but like I need to be represented by an even stupider animal. Oh, okay. And that's 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 where the puppy girls come in because it's like. It's even more than the cat girls. It's like no thoughts, head empty. I'm just here to be used and and post things on Twitter. And I don't know. I'm I'm wary to to use too harsh language because like <laughs> half my Twitter feed is dominated by people like this. By and puppy I think girls. It's fascinating. Uh, specifically the kind that make like very interesting and explicit artwork. Okay. So, so <laughs> but maybe well. So cats are too catty. And and so we need to move to puppy girls because they're they're dumb cats, and docile. I mean, cats are like they're they're kind of independent, right? Like they think they're better than you. They think they're smarter than humans. Whereas like puppy girls, it's like they they want to be like dominated. That's their place. Just like eating food out of the bowl on the floor. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen. I just scooped uh, the cats in this apartment. I I just scooped their shit today. So, like, who's the real sucker today? I, I I came home early so I could feed them, and then I scooped shit out of a fucking bucket and, like, inhaled silica dust. They're kind of winning. But then again, like, dogs, you got to pick up their shit, too, and feed them out of a bowl. I, th- I think humans are just, like, we're, we're just the idiots here. I mean, I, the other day I unprivated my Twitter account just to post that I hope that the new non-binary character in Overwatch has a big meaty hog. So I guess I'm scooping the <laughs> shit as well in a different sense. <laughs> How's that been going so far? Did you did you, did you get any? Uh, I got two. I got two likes. Oh, two I got likes. two likes. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, and, and one retweet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is doing numbers. Oh, this, is, man. this is why we're starting the podcast, Holy folks. Shit. I want, Just... I want more. 
I want more likes on my little inane tweets about Overwatch. <laughs> I, I would uh, if 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 we got enough clout for me to post inflammatory shit and uh, and get engagement, I would take my Twitter account out of retirement. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll look into it. The future, the future is bright, and and I believe that life is long. I'll even <laughs> I'll even get a happen. fucking blue check. I'll even do it. I'll do it, and then I'll we'll start a we'll start a a side podcast about like hustle culture. Yeah, uh, tune in now to to get your place in the line for our, our master course on starting a great podcast. Yeah, w- wake <laughs> up at four a.m., eat a handful of gravel, take a cold shot. Give us forty dollars to join our Discord server. Sm- <laughs> yeah, forty dollars for the Discord server. Um, smash your balls with a hammer. Um, just yeah. Next stop, Bugatti. That's it. That's it. That's all you gotta yeah, do. And you it's know that simple. But you just don't want to <laughs> do it. You don't want to do it. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking of Bugattis, I wanna, I wanna like, like let's let's move let's move things along to like the last type of guy I want to talk about because okay. so far we've final, talked about the like, final this boss, idea, the final boss, the final guy of Twitter. <laughs> uh, there's, so we've talked about this idea of like an ephemeral sort of value, like and and the pursuit of wealth and money and making the line go up. And you know, in a, in a weird roundabout way, I can almost kind of like respect those people for the honesty of it because it's like, yeah, everybody likes money. Like money makes your life easier. You can afford to have nice things, but um, things and stuff are good sometimes. I like stuff. Some I, of yeah. my favorite things are stuff. It's the same, same. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have that in common. Yeah, but, but there's another type of guy which is not solely motivated by money, and it's I want to I want to move into the manosphere type guys. Ooh. And now, like Andrew Tate is like kind of one of these as well. But like w- when we talk about the manosphere type of guys, I'm talking like there's a whole like cottage industry of like content for like lonely, not doesn't quite have their shit together type of guys on the internet, and it's like. There, there are all these like master courses and YouTube channels and like like Twitter figures who are who are there to like sell something that isn't just like money or a product, but it's like they're there to sell a certain image that like you could aspire to. Yeah, so and we it, talking it's, about it's like, we um, talking about guys with anime PF, PFPs. You know, I I want to get into those, but uh, it's it's a bit late, and that is like a deep dark abyss all its own. So we might have to save the anime, all right, all right. anime we're, profile we're, picks. We're gonna for um, time. yeah, we're gonna sh- we're gonna table anime PFPs and um, PFPs of like Greek and Roman statues because that's th- there's a lot you know, to be I think, said about them. I think close the the Roman statue bust type guys. They're a little closer to what I'm talking about now, where it's like. It's not just about the pursuit of wealth, but it's about this idea of like, oh, we're we're here to own the libs, right? We're we're here to like wage this culture war oh, and by yeah. spending eight dollars. Yeah, we are funding this like free speech battle and reclaiming Twitter. And like these are some of the most annoying and inflammatory like blue check idiots you'll see at the top of every feed. Y- nowadays. True, 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 true. Yeah, th- these um these are the true warriors of the internet in, in in like i i almost respect them in the sense that they are not in there for like the 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 fame or the money they're there to just fucking to just own the goddamn libs like fuck man they're they're out there trans in our youth 
they're they're out there doing communist shit out there taylor swift has a dick funko pops yeah (laughs) people aren't acknowledging that taylor swift's dick is out um wait wait she has a dick oh shit i might be a swifty now (laughs) tune in to super despair world the number one upcoming uh swifty podcast (laughs) no there's there's Uh, there's there's a lot of those guys that are totally into that like uh they're the weird like superimposing like lines and shit over people and they're like yeah like taylor swift definitely a dude um you can tell by the the angle of her shoulders and shit like oh the transvestigators the transvest yeah yeah the transvestigate like numerology for incels and transphobes like that type of shit where those guys those guys are fucking awesome like they're so interesting because you are totally staring into the abyss on that one it is a, a very schizoid type of brainworm that infects a certain type of guy. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking about this, like, in terms of, like, they're, they're obsessed with this idea of, like, a culture war, right? And there's kind of a culture war going on, but these are, like, Elon Musk's, like, top foot soldiers, where it's like, no, it's not about the money. It doesn't matter that advertisers are pulling out of Twitter, because this is, like, the last bastion of free speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to We need to own the libs. We need to keep posting. We need to get them mad. And, oh, are you triggered? Are you offended? What does it say? Like, the, the woke brain virus? Or the woke brain? Yeah. Woke, the woke mind virus. The woke virus, mind virus. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which Musk got really into when his, like, trans daughter, like, disowned him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's like, why else would you disown the worst person in the world? Um, it's got to be the woke mind virus. God, damn, fucking Anthony Fauci and the fucking five G man. That's what happened. God damn. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, I mean, we can't we can't hate the five G towers because like that's how our podcast is getting put out there. But yeah, yeah, of course it's, that's it's what turning you so trans, mad. but you're also getting to listen to the greatest podcast ever made. So it's it's a it's an even it's it's fair it's fair it balances. Yeah, I out. think we've I think we've got a good product here. I think people should invest early. Uh, this is financial advice, by the way. Yeah, yeah, invest. yeah. <laughs> this is financial advice. We are uh, we are licensed. Great video, by the way. That the uh, folding ideas guy. He does really good documentaries. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, that's uh, that was definitely in the back of my mind. Uh, when, when part of that it. is like with with that in mind, that was part of the reason I was a little hesitant to talk about the crypto people in general because it feels like okay, everything that needs to be said about the NFT people is has already been said at this point. But I think I think the 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 anti-woke mind virus that that fuels a lot of it is still very alive and well and you really see it in these types of people who who aren't even interested in the money they're just interested in owning the libs they live for war and conflict they're like they're like orcs but but a lot more like like lanky and awkward and covered in acne and like they're just fucking they're just fucking mad and uh i don't think they know what they're mad at um, which, which like fair, but like your life doesn't suck because Hollywood is woke and there's trans people and like in, in shit, like your life sucks because of fucking capitalism and like people like Elon Musk. I, I hate to say it. Um, it would be easier if it was because 
well, I, I don't know. Would it? Yeah, it probably would. If if all if if all you had to do was just like um just just yell at trans people in the streets, that would that would probably be easier. But um yeah, it's it, unfortunately um it's 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 um it's kind of systemic and it's kind of a like it has to do with with you know class and money and shit like that. It's not because you know Bud I would Light I would had a gay person. I would I would take being yelled at in the street because even then I can get some like weird like sick gratification out of it like oh at least somebody thinks of me as like an attractive piece of meat right <laughs> but you don't even get that on Twitter. It's like we said earlier this is like Twitter nowadays is the dark side of the algorithm where it's not showing you more of stuff you like it's just showing you more stuff to get you mad and everybody on Twitter is mad both like the blue check guys and like normal people like us. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which which is why it's it's just tiring. And then like, kind kind of the final death knell for Twitter is like I don't know, man. I, I'm in like discords and shit. And like people people share Twitter links, and like I click on them. It's just like you're like being funny on Twitter. Like it's it's kind of over. Like it's it's just it's not like it's not fun anymore. Like just it's never been more over. Yeah, yeah. Like like shit posting on Twitter it used to kind of be funny, even though it's kind of like if you're like a professional Twitter poster, like maybe you know maybe get a fucking job or something. But um, but now it's just like who like okay, cool, fun, funny, funny post funny me like this is a dying platform it fucking sucks and you're like trying to hold on to this like dead platform i don't know it's, it's kind of pathetic to me honestly um I, I i just can't i just can't i can't get into it i can't i can't even laugh at these even though i'm like yeah that that's like objectively funny but like i it's it's kind of just lame that you're posting this on twitter like fucking move yeah, on i twitter, guess i don't know twitter nowadays like it's it's fueled entirely by rage and spreading rage but like the thing is when when normal people like you and i have enough of our rage we just like we get burnt out and we like we lose interest and we move on mm-hmm. and you kind of see this in a lot of the metrics where like yeah a lot of people are just like using twitter less they're, they're they've stopped logging in yeah i on my own twitter account i mostly just follow other artists and it's like oh yeah, like, half the people I used to follow just, like, fucked off to other platforms now, or they don't post as regularly, right, or when right. they do post, they're always asking to follow them somewhere else, and that's the right response, yeah. but the thing about Twitter that makes it kind of unique here is that it's not just fueled by rage, but it appeals to a type of person who has, like, a boundless amount of rage, which is never going to be quelled. Yeah. Like, I get angry when I see like some dipshits on my feed and it's like, oh, okay, I just read another stupid opinion, time to scroll and move on. But like that doesn't com- compare to the like endless like stream of misery that somebody like Elon Musk feels yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. he considers that like, oh, my wife left me and my children want nothing to do with me and everybody thinks I'm a big fucking moron now, which is true. But but the thing is that particular aspect of Twitter has always been true. Which is which is why like Twitter, even though even though it's completely different now, and it's way worse now and like yeah uh, absolutely uh it was it was objectively better before but like that was still twitter before elon like it was still just terminally cannot log off looking for rage bait um can't stop replying 
to just stupid fucking bullshit by other people who can't log off and just have to make their dog shit opinions known at all times. Just zero thought to everything. Just people spraying fucking uh, tweet diarrhea out of their ass onto this garbage platform. And and Twitter was always garbage, man. I, I'm sorry. I know people think about Twitter fondly. And it, it, and it was, like, I, I will capitulate to the fact that it was cool for, like, artists, especially artists and, like, musicians and creatives and shit like that. But just, like, fucking personalities on Twitter. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, I, I, I do not mourn the loss of your platform for you to, like, make, like, lay edgy tweet or like just, just, like, reply to people and just, like, have the fucking worst toilet take ever. Oh, the yeah, world yeah. is I, better I've, off I've, without that shit. I've, Fuck off. Yeah. I've never liked, quote unquote, influencers, but yeah. there's, there's, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a special... I have a special place in my heart, like full of scorn for people who are influencers and they're not known for doing anything other than posting yeah, tweets. Yeah, yeah. And they still manage to show up on my feed constantly, oh, yeah, even yeah, yeah, though yeah. I yeah. don't even follow them. Yeah. In in they they are the the Twitter equivalent of like the TikToker who like it's is some like nineteen year old white girl that has like uh like the tts caption it's like when your boyfriend doesn't come to to dinner on time and like she's like angrily lip-syncing like a, a fucking angry like imagine dragon song and shit like that those people are no different than her like like they're they're no different than that it, it is bottom barrel low effort um can you relate to this bullshit? Um, fuck you. You do not. You do not add any value to the world. Um, people just See, those... hit like because you engaged their fucking monkey brain. And yeah, there's see nothing those else those people. Those people were already the bottom of the barrel, but then you have to like crack the bottom of the barrel open and start digging through the ground to get to the blue check Twitter guys. Because when we talk about like the the notorious Twitter posters of of the old before times, like that's what the blue check marks aspire to be. Right, that, right that's right. all that they could ever hope right. for, and it's not even gonna be. It's not even gonna be that. We were we were talking about like I I agree with you that Twitter was never good and you know what? I've I've always been a pessimist about social media in general and it's like yeah to a degree every every social media site is fueled by like rage clicks or like sensational bullshit mm-hmm. to keep you around longer but I feel like Twitter right now is like it's kind of like the epicenter it feels like this feels like a the crux of a moment where things are about to change. I feel like people are getting sick of it. I think I think the old internet as we know it is dying. And like all these sites have been getting gradually worse over time, but it really took like an exceptional dipshit like Elon Musk to like ruin the arguable arguably most well-liked site for at least a while yeah, yeah, yeah. and do it so quickly and so spectacularly that like I think we've just accelerated to this endpoint, and I don't know what's going to come after. But I feel like, I feel like the, the old, the age of the internet social media giants has to be dying because like this is all it's this is all it is. It's only just going to be this, but worse from from now on. <laughs> I one hundred percent agree with you, and um, and a lot of people are like doomer about that, but 
I I think it's fucking great, man. Like the internet was better in like 2002. Like I I I I will I will fully uh, like the, you couldn't get as much in, reach in some ways. In, in some it, ways, I guess. But um, it, it's I I mean, ironically, maybe the worst person in the world um encouraged the end of what has sucked for like the past 15 years and maybe 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 it's going to be a new a new era of uh decentralized greatness now i'm going to put on my uh my hacker man glasses uh we'll all jump on telegram and we'll uh we'll trade we'll trade uh we'll trade tor links to the dark web I mean, I I I strongly believe that things definitely have to get worse before they get better. And man, have they gotten a lot worse this past year? Very admit, quickly. I have looked, I looked a little bit into some of these decentralized alternatives like Mastodon and stuff. And admittedly, it's been an interesting experience because in some ways it is a lot like Twitter, but without like a lot of the 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 contention and the conflict like people just if you find the right like mastodon instance people just get along and talk about things they like and i've i've noticed like oh yeah that's why nobody's fucking on there because people have gotten used to the shit people want the the conflict right. and the rage R- and right I'm like i don't know i don't know how we get better about this is like people you on know the fuck internet. them fuck them you want that go fucking go punch yourself in the balls in your room fuck you like that that is actually the thing that I, like in in it's not like there weren't there weren't like people being shitty to each other on the old internet but like no that like i i kind of i kind of like that where just, like maybe maybe hot take maybe we aren't all meant to be in the same fucking place at the same time like maybe we should have our own little spaces um, where we don't need to deal with with people like if if you're uh if you're in a fucking tech or whatever music or whatever you go in your own little thing and then if you're a fucking nazi just go on stormfront and you can you can have your incel rants with each other all the time and i don't need to fucking hear it or like, you know what better yeah maybe go into a bunker and follow your leader yeah 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 yeah, yeah there you go um yeah just just do exactly what he did um in his autobiography just act it out um act it out as well as you possibly can um you're not going to be able exactly. to uh invade poland but at the end of the book um you could probably you could probably pull that off pretty well and uh, right now all the fucking hearts of iron four nerds are pushing up their sunglasses <laughs> and going well actually if i was in charge things would well, be quite different <laughs> Actually, I have analyzed his uh, strategic plan in Poland, and I think I know where he went wrong. It's like, yeah, fast forward to the end of the book, please. Fast forward to the end. You got this, buddy. You got this. <laughs> just, uh, just really do it this time. Don't, don't flee to Argentina. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, uh, like, like I said, I, I do think th- this is something I've struggled with myself because, you know, I have been on Mastodon for a bit and I have found cool little instances where people talk about like their tabletop RPGs that they really like or like a- instances just entirely made up of other artists posting their stuff. And I don't know, it, it feels like I'm like I'm an addict and I have to wean off like the the thrill of like how shitty Twitter is because like these other sites they are less eventful but you know what maybe maybe that's better for us maybe 
maybe we just need these smaller websites where we're no, all 100%. less we're all less connected and we can all just listen to our like like force feminizing podcasts in peace yeah yeah for sure and and put one like toxic piece of shit in there just to just so you you can focus your rage on one person like that's I mean, that, why that, that, bullying. that's what the old internet yeah. was like too yeah, like you every just have one person had... you bully and they'll just sit there every... and take it Every internet forum had some, like, dipshit that, like, nobody actually likes, yes, but, like, yes. you can't really ban them because they have, like, 11,000 posts and it would be, like, a whole Right, thing. right, 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 <laughs> right. And, and they are actually part of the community. It's just, like, they fucking suck. And, but, and then you can just focus all of your fucking rage on them. Like, it's... That's healthy. That's healthy. It's it's like the jester in the uh, king's court, and uh, you know everybody. You could just throw tomatoes and like onions at them, and just like kick them in the face and shit like that. So you just take that a, was that. No, I don't think that was, uh, I don't think that's how jesters worked. But no, it was actually the opposite. It was like they they had the whole thing. I think it was called jester's privilege, where it was like. Oh yeah, the jester can say and do whatever. Oh, they you're want right. They're yeah. like a funny little guy, and like yeah, so oh, you can, they like, can punch dance the, around, punch the king and his balls, and like touch his fucking nipples. Well, it was and shit. it was more like they could make jokes about the king being like a cuckold, and like oh, he can't. He just has to laugh it off because if he acts negatively, then oh, people are gonna think it's true. Yeah. So that's see, uh, that's that's that's, uh, that's truly like the most the most based position. In the, uh, in the that's King's what Park. I aspire to be. I think that's just like the end goal of every podcaster. <laughs> to just be a jester. Uh, for, for Yeah, to just be like a funny little guy on the internet. I mean, yeah, I, I was thinking more in a literal sense. Like you go, who's who's the who's the king in, in England now? Fucking Charles or whatever other inbred person there. Uh, you know, oh, I don't know. They're, they're, they're all, I can't really tell British people apart. Yeah, they're, they're fucking inhuman. Like, honestly. Just kidding, British listeners, we love you. Um, but yeah, you you just go and like hang out with them and just like call them like an ugly inbred cuck piece of shit all all day, and he's just like has to laugh. That would be so fucking cool. All right, that's my dream job. Yeah, Figured but the out. thing is, like, the British monarchy is not that cool anymore. If anything, I think they're very like dour and serious all the time. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, for sure. But I would still like to just like get paid to ridicule them all day. But but in a in a I, in a direct I, I sense, was. not it's... to not to be on like BBC Seven and like oh the the the, the, the king is is not very funny. <laughs> it's a shame we're starting the show now because like I feel like if we started this like a year ago, we could have had a really good episode on just like the week of insanity after the queen died oh, and like God. they shut down all the channels and everything. It was nuts, dude. It felt like just a real bit of culture shock. I will never understand what the a, UK. What a what a silly country! Imagine giving a shit. Like just they should all just be killed and just end and like end it. Like if all of uh, just kidding. You should we shouldn't do that. May I mean, they yeah, may they live should, forever. People shouldn't do that. They should they should subscribe to our show to prove that they're one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, just hypothetically, if the entire royal family died would they just like kind of kind of get rid of that and just stop doing all that shit something to so, think about not something not, to think about not, uh also if you need to buy yeah. like 700 tons of fertilizer that's also something to think about uh you're appealing to our irish listeners i see <laughs> 
Slancha. Yeah, not to make this a whole thing about the queen, but honestly, she had so much prestige. I feel like everyone after her is just going to be like some old miserable fuck that nobody like actually likes. So I think we're going to see the long, slow death of the monarchy, hopefully within the lifespan of this podcast. In- and that'll be great content for a future episode. In- inshallah. Inshallah. May-, may she rest in peace. Goodbye. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I feel like this was a good little a good little sample platter of all the different types of guys on Twitter. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tired of talking about weird little guys at this point. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think I think we should let's wrap it up there. And uh, we wanted to talk about the anime profile pick guys, but I think that's going to be the content of a future episode uh, yeah I, that is that is I, those are the worst of the worst if you ask yeah me. <laughs> i th- i think um i i it, it seems like a quick aside but i i think there's a lot to say about them because they uh we could say a lot about society by just analyzing um anime profile picture guys we could say a lot about society and how Japan is like the ideal society with no problems at all and everyone should aspire to be. Yeah, 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 exa- exactly. My uh, my sister's in Japan right now, um, so may- maybe maybe she'll... Uh, I mean, I, I, di- I did live there briefly, but maybe... I haven't been there in ages, so maybe she'll have something to say. She, uh, she said she... I think she's just going to visit, but she said she was... Uh, she was going to do what needed to be done about some guy named Shinzo Abe, and she was like, she was like wrapping um, some some steel pipes with uh, with duct tape. I don't know what that was about, but we'll, we'll see. What, well, that we'll sounds see like what, a, yeah, we'll see what happens when. Uh, that sounds like a crazy story, Dave. You'll have to tell me all about it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll see. You know, maybe, we'll see what maybe, that was about. Maybe if people invest, uh, we'll we'll go on a, our own trip to Japan uh, for research, and not just because I want to spend a week or two in Japan. <laughs> it'll be it'll be good content for this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll start the GoFundMe now. Um, to dig deep. Yeah, we'll set up our own five G towers there and start. Uh, fem- I mean, uh, spreading our. Uh, viewership to japan we'll get some japanese fans yeah 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 you know what um (laughs) ganbate yes uh let's let's wrap it up there uh you know what i i hope we hope you enjoyed this first episode uh if you're still here and listening uh if you like what we've put out uh you know you you can do all the usual bullshit you can like comment and, and subscribe but honestly uh, at, at this point, we're kind of doing a test run with these first couple episodes. So if you really want to help out the show, the number one thing you can do right now is just, just tell other people about us. Just share the link around. Get get other people on board. Uh, and we can all wallow in the despair together. Yeah, you have the chance to be in on the ground floor right now. So if, if, you, tell, uh, if you tell your grandma about this, like, who knows? You you could be able to tell somebody someday. Hey, I heard the first episode. I told my grandma about it. Or if, uh, if you're one of those first few people who who drops a comment below, who knows? I might I might like heart it or like or like pin the comment or something or whoa. reply to it, and you'll feel like nice and warm Holy and like shit. parasocial inside, and you'll get you'll get the attention you crave from from your like weird little podcast mommy and it'll be wonderful yeah exactly you could feel loved for the first time in your life imagine that's that's what our show has that other podcasts don't we we make it with love and that's the that's the real difference yeah i i 
I personally guarantee that anybody who uh, who likes this podcast, I will I will actually be legitimate friends with you. As far as episode two, three, uh, no guarantees, but one will will yeah. You know, we'll podcasting is really life. hard, but. But with the power of friendship, and it is going to be a real friendship if you follow us at this point, uh, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, anything is possible. Imagine that. Um, also, uh, buy our NFT. Uh, yeah, invest in Despair Coin now. I got to I gotta finish drawing these these little NFT profiles. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's on um, Open... What was it? OpenSea? Is that the... It's it's I'm, somewhere. I'm it's wherever fine this. fine NFTs are sold. Uh, Walmart, Kmart, um, H Mart. You know all the marts. All the marts. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. All right. It, the, yeah. It's, it's thanks. Been re- thanks for listening. It's been real. It's been real. Good fight. Good night. Good night.